The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Hadwiger, left elbow. Here's another three, Thompson, and he'll bury it. That'll be the first bucket of the ball game for Tanner Thompson. Tonight, a trip to the Boys State Tournament is on the line as the Amherst Broncos battle the Chase County Longhorns. High School Basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. To try and find a way to break this press, and they turn it over again for Elo, who goes in for another layup. Back-to-back laps for Ethan Elo. It's been 17 years since Chase County's boys have qualified for the state tournament, but two impressive wins in the sub-district has put them in position to break that streak. Amherst is riding a 10-game winning streak and looks to return to Lincoln for the first time since 2017. It's the Longhorns and the Broncos coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to McCook with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. And good evening, everyone. From McCook, it is time for the C28 District Basketball Championship between the Broncos of Amherst and the Longhorns of Chase County. Along with our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. As you heard in the open, these teams have been close lately. In fact, Chase County lost in the district championship the last two years to Ashland Greenwood and Grand Island Central Catholic. They have dropped down to C2. They were 17-5 and last year, 16-6 and two years ago. They set it 15-8 and on the season coming into today's district championship, and they have won their last five. In fact, their last loss was to Hershey, who they turned around and beat in the sub-district final on Thursday, 60-51. to For Amherst, they are 23-2, and the loss to Kearney Catholic in the holiday tournament, and then upset by Gibbon late in January, and since then they have put together a 10-game winning streak. They didn't get a lot of competition in their sub-district. Alma with three wins, Cambridge with eight wins, and they put up 76 and 74 points in those two contests. Kearney High right now is also on the floor. They are trailing Elkhorn South at home at the end of one by a score of 12-8. to eight. Some other scores today, Elkhorn in Class B beat Grand Island Northwest 56-53. Lincoln North Star in A over North Platte 67-39. As you heard earlier here on Power 99, Quinn Johnson poured in 41 points, and Loomis had no problem with Potter Dix 83-45. Mullen rolled Hay Springs 67-29 was the final score there. O'Neill St. Mary's beat Silver Lake, but it was competitive 54-41, the final from up at Ward. And one of the big scores from today, it happened in the girls yesterday where a number one went down. Class B, number one seed Alliance at home upset today by the number 16 seed Blair, 51-43. We'll take a break, come back, and get you ready for tonight's game between Amherst and Chase County right after this on Power 99. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, 
And then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Well, it was a week ago at this time, we were getting ready for the Parade of Champions down in Omaha. Quentin Frank, congratulations to him for his state runner-up finish for the Amherst wrestling team. They finished eighth overall as a squad. Amherst girls basketball much improved this year. Took it into the sub-district finals there against Pleasanton. And, of course, Pleasanton headed to the state tournament. They'll have an 11 a.m. game against Elmwood Murdoch on Wednesday, which we will have for you on ESPN Tri-Cities. Wood River, Grand Island Central Catholic, Hastings, St. Cecilia have also qualified from the area. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the visitors, the Longhorns of Chase County. Number 10, a 5-foot-10-inch senior, Mason Nordhausen. He leads the team in scoring at 13 points a game. Number 11, a 5'11 junior, is Keenan Cole. Seven points per contest. Number 14, 6-foot sophomore, Cade Anderson. Eight points a game. Number 15, 6-foot senior, Clay Miskey. He gets you just about nine and a half points a game. And the second leading scorer is number 31, 6'4 senior, Cedric Maxwell. 12 and a half points a game. He also leads the team in rebounding at six per ball game. They don't have a lot that comes off the bench. A lot of those guys we just said between eight and 13 a game, they average 55 and a half points per contest. The head coach for Chase County is Chris Bartles, assisted by Matt Maxwell, Drew Harris, and Carl Zuji. They come in with a record of 15 and eight. And the teams they defeated in the sub-districts, 17-5 Dundee County Stratton, 58-50, and 19-4 Hershey, 60-51. So they had to play some good basketball to get to this point. For the Amherst Broncos, their starting lineup looks like this. Number two, six-foot senior, Kalen Rohde, 8.5 points per ball game. Number 11, 6'3 senior, is Colton Vavra. He'll get you just about nine points a game. Number 20, 6'2 senior, Tanner Thompson. He is actually the team's leading scorer at 11.5 points a game. Number 21, 6'2 sophomore, is Scout Simmons, 9.5 points a game. And number 23, the 6'3 freshman, is Tage Hadwiger, 8 points and 6 rebounds a game. These teams very similar. They don't have a 15, 20-point score. The five starters are pretty balanced. Same guys get about the same rebounds. And for Amherst, you will see the Elo boys, Nolan and Ethan, off the bench, who also can bring some uh, offense to this basketball team. They can get up and down the floor as well. Elo's 7 for Ethan and about uh, four points a game for Nolan. And we have got a very full house here for tonight's district. So it would look like we saw last year and the years before. So that's good to say. And uh, we are sitting amongst the Chase County fans, so you'll be able to catch that as the game moves along. Our starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Great news. You get to this point of the year, you never know. But both teams are totally healthy and ready to go for tonight's game. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Back with more in a moment. 
Landmark's annual planter clinic is going virtual. Videos are live on Landmark's YouTube channel with virtual Ask the Landmark Expert sessions scheduled for March 2nd and 4th for those who have additional questions. These Zoom sessions will offer expansive equipment and technology training on different models of John Deere planters and technology from our parts, CTS, and technicians. Sign up at LandmarkImp.com backslash events for Landmark's Ask the Expert sessions March 2nd and 4th and experience the Landmark difference. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Again, as we get ready for the State High School Basketball Tournament, the way they've done it here the last few years, obviously, you almost know where you're going to end up when you get down to the State Tournament. All the games for the smaller classes will start on Wednesday, as we wanted to tell you what's going on at the uh, Girls State Tournament as well. And here are the uh, official pairings for our area teams. Again, Class A plays all of theirs on Tuesday, and then there'll be two games in Class B. In Class C1, Grand Island Central Catholic, the top seed, will play Wednesday at 1.30 against Winnebago at Pinnacle Bank. Winnebago upset the number one seed, Milford, last night. Broken Bow will play North Bend at 4 o'clock. And for Hastings St. Cecilia, they'll play at Pinnacle Bank against Syracuse at 8.30. In Class C2, Wood River is the number two seed. They'll play Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur at Lincoln Southeast. We'll have that game here on Power 99 at 4 o'clock on Wednesday, and for Pleasanton, will be on ESPN Tri-Cities as they take on Elmwood Murdoch Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. from Lincoln Southwest High School. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. We're ready to go. The home white and red trim for Amherst, the black uniforms with orange trim for Chase County. Both teams like to put the three in the air. It'll be Maxwell against Hadwiger as we get ready to have our district championship game underway. And the opening tap headed out of bounds, but it'll be garnered there by Nordhaus, and he sticks out that big left paw to keep it from going out of bounds. He wasn't sure, actually, who would have the tip been off. Amherst comes out of the man-to-man defense against this Chase County ball club, who we saw at the Heartland Hoops Holiday Classic, but it was not a good day. They were destroyed by Adams Central 61-22, to but they are a much better ball club than that. So running a lot of screens and chucking the three will be Meske, and it's off the mark, and the rebound will be brought down by Scout Simmons. You'll see a lot of threes in this ball game as they want to run. Thompson back to the trailer. That's going to be Hadwiger on the right wing. Gets it over to Thompson on the right wing. Little zone, it looks like. Are they going to match up or are they going to go ma- uh, zone? It looks like it will be man-to-man. Hadwiger puts it on the floor and gets fouled as he takes it to the hoop. Grabbed him right there on the left wrist, and Tej will get the first free throws of the basketball game. Foul on Chase County's Cade Anderson. 
So already one Fort Kearney Conference team in. We've got a lot more basketball Monday. Schools have the option to play today or Monday. Used to be Tuesday, but the NSAA told them because of Girls State, we don't want that here. Hadwiger's strong on the first one. We'll have Kennesaw, Burwell, Kearney Catholic, Central City on Monday. Adam Central and Ashland Greenwood. Second free throw is no good. Keenan Cole with the rebound. And St. Paul, Logan View, Scribner, Snyder. Those are our four games Monday. So we're still scoreless. First minute each team has had it once. There's a deep three on the way and good by Mason Nordhausen. His defender, Swift. Scout Simmons went to cross over and his feet just gave out. And for Nordhausen, he was still 23 feet away. Shot it anyway. Baseline jumper by Simmons is no good. And the rebound brought down by Cedric Maxwell. So Chase County able to get the first bucket of the ball game and lead it 3 to nothing. Here's Cole, right side of the key, looking for a back cut. Nothing there. Up top, they'll go to Maxwell. Keep it around the perimeter and just kind of slide one guy through the paint. Here's a quick catch and release again. Nordhausen wasn't squared up. The three's no good. Rebound's tipped out. It's going to get kicked into the crowd. And they're going to say it's off Chase County. I think they missed that one. That looked like that was clearly off Amherst. Amherst is going to catch a break. I'm surprised the officials aren't getting together to discuss that. (laughs) Not just the Chase County fans, but the Chase County coaches a little upset with that one. But early in the game, nothing that's going to decide this one. Simmons to the high post. Throws it back against the grain here to Rohde. Down to the post, looking for some room is Vavra. Vavra kicks it back to Rohde, dribbles into the paint, kicks it into the corner to Hadwiger. Right back to Kalen, drops it inside, right underneath the hoop. Turnaround jumper, Vavra is good. And Amherst is on the board here in our C28 District Championship. 3-2, Chase County. Putting a little zone trap on. Chase County still not across the timeline. Maxwell, jump stop over the top to Miski into the right-hand corner. Back out to Miski. Top of the key, faking the three and driving his Anderson. He'll take the leaner in the lane and good. Kate Anderson with the first two-point bucket here for Chase County. And it's 5-2 with 5.5 to go here in the first quarter. Elkhorn South now leading the Kearney boys at the half, 29-14 at Kearney High. Right wing, Hadwiger. Off the screen, looking for some room. Rody up top, Thompson for three. The hero of the FKC final is too strong, and the rebound brought down by Miskey. So Amherst has misfired on their first three-pointer of the ball game. Missed a couple of free throws. Trying to settle in here at McCook. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Kearney Amherst Riverdale, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln, where everybody's trying to get to next week. On the weak side, all by himself over here is Anderson, guarded by Thompson. Now they go left wing for another three. This one is no good by Miskey, and the rebound brought down here. By Amherst and Scout Simmons, who will go ahead and push the ball off the floor. Wants to go all the way. Uses a screen in traffic. He's fouled. He'll go to the line. Horns couldn't get off the screen there. And the foul will be on Keaton Cole. His first and the team's second. So Simmons to the line to shoot two. Five to two, Chase County. Four and a half to go here in the first quarter of play. Again, a near-capacity crowd on hand. Great to see for some of those nearly quarter gyms or three-quarter empty gyms we had at the beginning of the year. Free throw no good. So Amherst has missed their first three free throws, which would have the game tied had they made them. Let's see if Scout can get the second one. And Simmons will put it up and in. I want to say a big thank you to Athletic Director Darren Nichols and the crew here at McCook for their hospitality. 
I know the schools were looking elsewhere, but uh, this was the one that accepted. Baseball pass to the other end. Horns drop the basketball underneath. Anderson has to kick it back to the trailer. Nordhausen, 10-footer of the lane, no good. Rebound brought down by Thompson. Thompson in traffic, slows it up, hands it off to Rohde. Across the timeline to Scout Simmons. Cross County had a golden opportunity there and could not convert. Thompson with the top of the circle, hands it to Rohde. Ball fake three to the right elbow, back to Tanner. A lot of head fake to Kalen. He's got a step back three. It's good. Rohde hits the three-point bucket here for Amherst, and the Broncos take their first lead at 6-5 to five, midway through the first quarter of play. Kind of a junk zone defense here. It's not a 2-1-2, like a 1-1-2-1. Would not even call it really a diamond. Another three for Chase County over everything that time by Cole. And the rebound brought down by Simmons. Outlet pass. They want to run. Coming in, Hadwiger kicks it out to Thompson for the three. It's no good. And we got a foul going for the rebound. Going to be called here on Amherst. Foul's going to go against Colton Vavra. That'll be the first on the Broncos. And we'll see our first substitutions of the ball game for Chase County. Tyson Lemke, a 5'8 junior, will check in, and Cole will get the breather. And Ethan Elo will check in for Amherst with 3.30 to go here in the first quarter of play. And it looks like is going to be the one that sets down. So they only brought Ethan in, not Nolan. Usually they bring him in at the same time. Working to get it across the timeline. Maxwell does, then dribbled it off his foot. The ball's loose, and he's able to throw it off the leg of Tage Hadwiger out of bounds to save the possession. So Chase County will take it out front court. Free throw line extended in front of the Amherst fans. If you've never been to the McCook Gymnasium, it's a lot like Amherst Gym, to tell you the truth. As we set what would be the Amherst side, here's a backdoor cut and a reverse way up for Clay Miskey. He'll hit it off the assist from Maxwell, and it's 7-6. to six. They Up the floor, Simmons. He dribbles into a double team into the corner. Hadwiger for three. It's around and out. No good. Offensive rebound. Thompson powers it back up and in. Tanner Thompson with his first bucket of the ball game. Amherst, eight. Chase County, seven. But I was going back to the way the gym looks. If you were in the Amherst home section, you'd look to your right. There's the... Well, I can't talk about anything else because now all of a sudden we're running to the hoop. Here's a give and go inside to Cedric Maxwell. He'll lay it up and in, and he'll draw the foul. Chance at a three-point play, Scout Simmons. So I was going to say to the right, there's the wall. You look up, there's the weight room in the wrestling area. Work to the left. It's all wall, no glass, and the stands are about the same. So there you go. We got that fit in. Free throw is up, and it is good by Maxwell, and it is 10-8 Chase County. Back and forth we go. Neither team is led by more than a bucket. 235 to go in the first quarter of our C28 district final. The number one seed, by the way, is UTAN. Number two is Central Catholic. Driving in Hadwiger, got the defender in the air, missed it. Follow shot, missed it again. Rebound brought down by Miski. There was a little contact, there just was no foul, and that'll get the Amherst fans yelling at the official as the ball slapped out of bounds off of the Broncos, Chase County, to throw it in. The official's probably one of the groups that didn't miss. All the fans coming back in. Bounce pass across the timeline here in traffic to Lemke. Lemke over to Maxwell. Maxwell into the corner. Wide open, letting the three go is Miski, but it's an air ball. And the rebound brought down by Tej Hadwiger. Outlet pass to Elo. Deep corner three all the way down and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Maxwell. Neither team hot early. Amherst one of five from three-point land. One of six 
for Chase County. The Horns still lead it by a score of 10-8. Another three that's no good. An offensive rebound brought down by Lemke. Tries to kick it back out top, and Chase County tries to settle it down. And there's another thrown-up three. No good by Nordhausen. And the rebound brought down by Tanner Thompson. Boy, Nordhausen came off the screen and just shot-putted it from his hip. He wasn't even looking at the hoop and cannot be the kind of shot that they want to take. I mean, yeah, you shoot your threes, but at least be looking at the rim. Thompson in the paint, turnaround jumper, comes up short. Chase County might have got a fingertip on it, and the rebound brought down by Nordhaus, and he has hit the only three of the game for Chase County. He is the leading scorer in a starting five that's pretty balanced. Another wide-open three, Miski, and it is missed. Ball tipped by Miski to save it to Maxwell, floats down the lane and hits it. Five points now for Cedric Maxwell. Chase County's got themselves a handful of offensive rebounds here in the first quarter. And it's 12-8. to eight. The Longhorns have scored five in a row. Hadwiger dribbles into the paint, kicks it back out to Rody. There's room in the lane. He'll come in. He'll draw contact. He'll be called for the charge. First foul of the game on Rody. Cedric Maxwell. He flopped a little bit, but there was contact. That would have been called different by all kinds of officials. Could have been a block, could have been a no call, could have been a charge. That time they call the charge. And Chase County now a chance to extend their lead. 45 seconds to go here in the quarter. They might even melt the clock. Coach Bartles talking to his guard, Mason Nordhausen, as he comes across the timeline without the basketball. Maxwell handling it. Back out top here, they'll go to Anderson. Spreading the floor, looking a little different here on this offensive set. It isn't just three-point shooting, but they shoot the three, and Miski cannot make one. And the rebound brought down by Hadwiger. 22 seconds to go in the quarter. Coach Eric Rippon calls out the play. Simmons dribbles at center court. They try to get the last shot. The Broncos on a little bit of a drought here. 12 seconds to go in the quarter. High post to Hadwiger. They double-team the screener, and Hadwiger buries the free-throw line jumper. Nobody stayed with Tage. Three seconds to go. Nordhausen trying to get a shot away. It's stolen away, and that is the end of the first quarter of play. That's actually the only turnover of the game so far was that with two seconds to go. After one quarter of the C28 Boys District Championship, Chase County 12, Amherst 10 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Never worry about running out of fuel when you're in the field again. CHS will soon be rolling out an innovative system called AFD. We provide monitors in your tanks to schedule deliveries so that you always have the fuel you need when you need it. Only paying for what you need. And knowing when you buy from CHS, always get quality Fieldmaster and Roadmaster diesel to keep your equipment running top notch. Find out more by calling Aaron or go to chsholdridge.com. CHS, people and resources you can count on always. With our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. Amherst will get the ball to start the second quarter. They trail at 12 to 10. Only one total turnover between the teams in the first quarter because they don't take very long on the offensive end. Hadwiger knocked away, but it goes to Simmons. He'll fire up a three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Chase County's Keenan Cole. Outlet pass to Maxwell. Dribbles through a double team into the front court and slows it up. 
Maxwell has five points. Nobody else for either team has more than one bucket. One for four at the line in that first quarter for Amherst. The Horns, one of ten from three-point land in the first quarter. One of six right now for Amherst. Whoever starts to hit some, backdoor lob off the screen. Maxwell's open. He jumps. He catches. He shoots. He misses. And the rebound brought down the fourth for Hadwiger. He forces his way to the hoop. And a blocking foul going to be called. They're going to say no shot. And this will be on Mason Nordhausen. His first and the team's third. Three fouls on each squad right now. In the first minute of quarter number one or two. And Ethan Elo staying in the ball game right now. Not sure if there's an injury or not. They get it into Simmons. Turn around jumper in the paint. No good. Ball slapped off the glass. It's still loose. It ends up in the hands of the Longhorns. Keenan Cole up to Maxwell. Maxwell, great bounce pass into the paint. The layup for Miski is good. Maxwell is handling the basketball very well here for Chase County. They're back up by four. Drive and dish again up top. Hadwiger to Thompson. He'll get the quick three. It's no good. Rebound, though, pulled down. A rare offensive one. Scout Simmons has it. Dumps it inside of the first turnover for Amherst. So Amherst with their first turnover of the basketball game, struggling offensively. Baseball pass to the other end, driving the baseline off the glass and in is Clay Miskey. He's got the first two buckets here of the quarter. And Chase County with their biggest lead, 16-10. In the lane, off balance, Simmons throws it up. It's going to go out of bounds off of Amherst. Amherst just has to settle down right now. Chase County was doing it for a while. Now Amherst is doing it. They're not shooting the basketball. They're running into traffic and just throwing it up there with the one hand and taking quick threes. Whoever can find a way to score from inside the arc is going to have the advantage, and that's what Chase County has done here the last couple of trips down. They should have had three in a row because Maxwell had a layup roll off the rim. Back in is Lemke. Rotated around the left wing here is Cole. He'll give it to Miski. Lemke against the man-to-man. Not much post presence here, although a couple of Chase County Longers have gotten open in the backside. Miski for another three. It's no good. And the rebound brought down by Colton Vavra. Vavra gets it out to Simmons, works the left wing, dribbles right into the Chase County defender and lost the basketball. Good defense by Miski. Up ahead, quick pass. He'll find Lemke. Numbers aren't there. To the trailer, Maxwell. Maxwell takes it on Hadwiger into the paint, double-teamed into the corner for another three. Cole, no good. And an over-the-back foul going to be called here on Amherst. Elo went over the top of Lemke and just tried to slap it out there. For Ethan, that'll be his first and the team's fourth. The age-old, when do you quit shooting the three? Eventually they'll go, they say. Well, when you're one for 12, is that going to be true? Chase County's one for 12 from three-point land and up by six. 5.30 to go here in the second quarter, 16 to 10. Chase County leading the Longhorns, or uh, yes, leading the Broncos of Amherst. Earlier today, easy win for Loomis. We'll talk more about that as this halftime gets closer. And now spreading the floor here a little bit against a zone. Another three on the way. Another one that's no good. Lemke, and then it comes right back to him, and he'll drive in and score. And Amherst may need a timeout. It's 18-10. On the offensive putback by Tyson Lemke up the miss three. Amherst inside. We got a loose ball foul that's going to be called. And it's going to be called on Amherst and on Kalen Rohde. 
That'll be his second. So Amherst has now turned it over three straight times after not turning it over in the first quarter. And it will be Nolan Elo into the ball game for Amherst. Elo, Vavra, Thompson, Simmons, and Hadwiger. But the Broncos have only scored two points in the last six minutes of this basketball game. 4.45 to go in the second. 18-10, Chase County, and they've got the ball. Up top with it will be Anderson. Off the screen to Cole. Cole left elbow, gets it to Nordhausen. 15-foot double clutch jumper is good. Five points for Nordhausen. It is 20-10. Amherst wanted a timeout, but Simmons brings it all the way in, throws it up, hits the rim, no good. Ball goes out of bounds off of Amherst. And now a timeout will be called by the Broncos, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. With 4.24 to go in the first half of play, Chase County 20, Amherst 10 on Power 99. Here at B&B Carpet, we're celebrating 25 years of service to the Tri-City area. And now, as a thank you for making this possible, we're offering up to 20% off on select carpets and luxury vinyl and tile planes from now till March 31st. So come into B&B Carpet and Donovan, where your friends say, that's where we always go. B&B Carpet, downtown Donovan. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you back here at McCook a big thank you to our many fine sponsors in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you the C28 boys district final and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us we'll be there Amherst was up Eight to seven. Since then, a 13 to two run by Chase County, and they have the ball, leading it by a score of 20 to 10. And kind of one of our seeds to success: shoot the two pointers. Quit throwing up three pointers, and they have shot three in this quarter compared to 10 in the first quarter. Not that they won't shoot them. Well, one three one zone defense being put on here for Amherst, trying to give them a little bit different look. Wemke back out. Nordhausen from 22 feet. It's no good. Long rebound is loose on the floor. We are going to get a jump ball. Tie up there between Hadwiger and Anderson. And the arrow points the way of Chase County. The Elo boys have been in for Amherst. And I think we've only went with the one-man rotation. Lemke's been the only sub in for Chase County. And now he'll go back to the bench. The original five are on the floor. 20-10 Chase County. 3.50 to go second quarter. After losing in the district final the last two years, the Longhorns trying to make that trip to Lincoln. With the basketball, the Longhorns working on the left wing, looking for more. Up top, Maxwell wide open. The lefty strokes the three. It's too strong. Rebound comes down to Hadwiger. Wants to push the pace. Two on two. Bounce pass into the paint to Vavra. He's fouled. He can't make the shot. And again, the bounce pass to Colton Vavra. He didn't catch it cleanly. 
Otherwise, it would have been a point-blank, no contested layup, but he dropped the ball, and that allowed Chase County to come in and commit the foul, and he will have to earn it from the line. So at the line will be Colton Vavra. The free throw is good. Amherst was just one of four in that first quarter, and that's their first point here in the second quarter at the 325 mark. The foul, by the way, was on Mason Nordhausen, his second for the leading score for Chase County. Second free throw off the back iron, but falls through. Vavra hits them both. Chase County 20, Amherst 12. They've come from behind before. Most notably, that big swing in the Fort Carney Conference Final against Ansley Litchfield. Nordhausen skips it over to Maxwell, back across the zone to Miski. Four around the perimeter. Inside the paint is Cole. He's Wohnman the baseline. Nordhausen, left corner to Miski. Back up Maxwell. Dribble penetrate into the paint. Plenty of room, but he missed the short jumper. And the rebound brought down by Scout Simmons. Looks up the floor, decides to not make the long pass to Vavra. Dribbles it up off the screen, gets it down to Vavra on the post. He's double teamed, and he walked with a basketball. He stepped on one of their foot and lost his balance. Fourth turnover of the quarter for Amherst. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, looks at other district scores from around the state today. And what's coming up in the girls' state tournament? By the way, the UNK women, a winner earlier today, 66-62. The Husker women were coveted out about an hour before game time, and the Husker men just underway, leading Minnesota 12-8 on the breeze, 94.5. Chase County taking some air out of the ball here, and we get a turnover. Chase County got the ball, get out of bounds, and that'll be their first turnover of the quarter, just their second of the game. Again, their only other turnover came with two seconds to go in the first quarter as they were just trying to hustle things up and get the shot away. Amherst held without a field goal so far here in the quarter. Across the timeline, Hadwiger dribbles to the right post, stop, kicks it out top to Elo. Nolan turns and hands it off to Thompson. Good man-to-man defense by Chase County. Simmons up top, nice move into the paint, draws the double team, tries to kick it out. Maxwell knocks it away, steal Chase County. Outlet pass into the front court, run down by Anderson. Back out Nordhausen, 12-footer, no good. And Simmons goes up and pulls down his sixth rebound. Simmons down the middle of the floor, trying to get the pace more to their liking. Over to Hadwiger. Jump stop in the paint. Dropped the ball. Turnover number six of the quarter. Timeout, Chase County. Zero turnovers in the first quarter. Six in the second quarter. Timeout, Longhorns. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 140 to go before halftime. It's Chase County 20, Amherst 12. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. 36 high schools in our coverage area region each have a page on PlatteRiverPreps.com with schedules, interviews, broadcasts, and links to feature stories. When you bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com, you'll connect with the place that is true to our schools. PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. 
Town and Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town and Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town and Country Bank. Postseason basketball on Power 99 brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. A minute and a half to go in the first half. Three-pointer off the screen. Anderson too strong. In fact, it didn't hit anything, and the rebound comes all the way up top to Miski. Lobs it underneath. Nordhausen shot no good. Offensive rebound back up and a foul. Keenan Cole will go to the line and shoot the second free throw of the game for Chase County. The foul's on Colton Vavra. That is his second. Eight games in each district. Two are done. Most of the games in seat two tonight. First free throw for Keenan Cole. We'll keep you updated on some of these C2 games at the half. Free throw no good, but already today, the number three seed, Bridgeport, defeats Oakland Craig 56-46. to And the number two seed, Excuse me, the number seven seed and defending champ BRLD beat Centennial 67-49. Second free throw good. So Keenan Cole gets one of two. 21 to 12. A nine-point lead here for Chase County. Amherst, a team that scores 60 points a game. Back cut to Elo. It's behind him off the leg of a Longhorn and out of bounds. But for Amherst, as we said, a basketball team that averages 64 points a game does not have a field goal in this quarter. They don't have a field goal in nearly 10 minutes. Can they get something going? Hadwiger to throw it in. Has to go all the way out top. Simmons dribbles to the free throw line into the corner to Nolan Elo. Nolan off the screen, brings it up top, curls it here to Thompson. Thompson to the left block, forces it, draws the blocking foul. Still can't get it to go for a three-point play opportunity. And the foul is on Keenan Cole, his second. Fifth team foul. Six have been called on Amherst. And Tanner Thompson at the line. 55 seconds to go before halftime. And what I have to consider a shocker. Right now, Amherst, their worst first half point total of the year. As the free throw is up and in by Thompson. Back into the ball game for Chase County. Will be Kate Anderson. Second free throw now. For Thompson on the way. It's too strong, and the rebound comes down to Lemke. On an eight-point Chase County lead under a minute to go. Nordhausen with it. Simmons gets right up in his grill. Back to the man-to-man here for Amherst. Brings it across the timeline to Miski. Deep in the left-hand corner to Lemke. Lobs it up top. Maxwell has to sky to get it. Then a three-pointer Anderson. It is no good. Offensive rebound by Lemke. And they'll kick it back out. Another three-pointer. Nordhausen makes it. Mason Nordhausen makes the shot. Chase County had missed 15 consecutive three-pointers before that. And now a three by Thompson to try to answer is short, no good. Rebound Nordhausen. Outlet pass over the head of Anderson and out of bounds at the other end. Longhorns are really trying to take a little momentum into the halftime locker room. They still have an 11-point lead with 14 seconds remaining here. But some work to do in the halftime locker room. For the Amherst coaches, Eric Rippon, Les Adelung, Jalen Heaser, Nathan Lothar. 
Last shot opportunity here. Simmons midcourt with 10. Crossover to Hadwiger. A deep three by Tej. It is no good. Rebound brought down. Ooh. It's going to be brought down by Chase County Mason Nordhausen, and Hadwiger was right there, and he just rifled it off his grill. I think more shoulder. There's one second to go, and they're just going to toss it in and let the half expire. Chase County has to be ecstatic, taking an 11-point lead into halftime. So Chase County, after facing Ashland Greenwood and Grand Island Central Catholic and really being out of both of those games at halftime of the district finals, now has an 11-point lead over Amherst, a season-low 13 points in the half. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Stay with us on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Shockey Construction. Brent Shockey is your one call for any general contracting you may need. From customized homes, outbuildings to additions, with over 12 years of experience and quality work, Shockey Construction of Amherst is the name to know. Shockey is also a proud supporter of the Amherst teams and coaches and would like to take this time to say best of luck Broncos in tonight's game. Shockey Construction of Amherst. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Doug Duda back with you here at McCook. Our postseason basketball brought to you in part by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. It is District Boys Basketball Saturday with more action coming up on Monday. The Kearney High boys who were down big in this basketball game have some work to do. It is Elkhorn 43-29. to Going into the fourth quarter, Elkhorn South leading the Kearney High Bearcats. Earlier today, Grand Island fell in overtime to Gretna, 57-55. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business and residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It is Chase County 24 and Amherst 13 here at halftime. Let's take a look at some of the other scores that we have from around the state 
Earlier today, Class B District Finals, Beatrice held off Aurora 39-36. Elkhorn beat Grand Island Northwest 56-33. 16th seed Blair upset number one Alliance 51-43. Norris over Elkhorn North 62-41. Also uh, going on today, Platteview 54-42 over Omaha Ron Colley. And Waverly edges Scott's Bluff 57-50. In Class C1 action, there's not much going on today, but Pierce did upset Wahoo 53-45, to the 11th seed over the 6th, and Ogallala and Wayne were going to try. Wayne did win that basketball game. I don't have the final in front of me, but Wayne did beat Ogallala. In C2, handful of games going on today. Bridgeport over Oakland Crade, 56-46. to and two-time defending champion Bancroft, Rosalie Lyons, Decatur over Centennial, 67-49. Our game, the only other one going on in C2. In D1, it is Humphrey, Lindsay Holy Family playing Perkins County at this hour. Also, Walt Hill and Elm Creek. They're going to tip off here at the top of the hour at 7 o'clock at Cross County in Stromsburg. And those are the games going on in D1. Earlier today here on Power 99, Quinn Johnson poured in 41 points as the Loomis Wolves rolled Potter Dix 83-45. Top seed Mullen pounded Hay Springs 67-29. Second seed O'Neill St. Mary's was able to beat Silver Lake 54-41. Congratulations, though, to Coach Rosner and the Silver Lake Mustangs. Just a couple of years ago, they had two wins. They're playing at the district championship here today and played strong. Humphrey St. Francis and Elgin Pope John tip off here at the top of the hour. Parkview Christian is currently playing Diller Odell. And also going on right now at Kearney Catholic, Osceola is taking on Paxton. We've got four more games coming your way on Monday. And here is the lineup. Here on Power 99, we will be bringing you C1 action as St. Paul takes on Loganview Scribner Snyder at Boone Central in Albion. That tips off at 7 o'clock. Also at 7, Kearney Catholic will host Central City on ESPN 92.1 FM and 1460 AM. For Ashland Greenwood and Adams Central, they play at Centennial High School Monday night at 6.30 on 12.30 AM KHAS. Plus, Kennesaw goes to D1 top seed Burwell on the breeze 94.5 at 7 o'clock. Again, here at the half, Chase County 24 and Amherst 13. We'll look at the numbers right after this. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. Connect to the place that posts your pictures of high school games from 36 schools in our coverage area. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River Radio app for a mobile version of the website or stream live play-by-play. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Click on the photo link on the front page. We love a great action picture. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Now look at the first half numbers. First off for... 
Amherst. Kalen Rohde has hit a three-point bucket, the only one of the game for Amherst. Then you slide down to Colton Vavra, four points and a rebound. Tanner Thompson, three points, three rebounds. Scout Simmons, one point, six rebounds. And Tej Hadwiger, two points, six rebounds. Ten points in the first quarter, three free throws is all they can manage in the second quarter. At the half, Amherst, 13 points, 16 rebounds, four out of eight at the free throw line, one of nine from three-point land, six turnovers all in the second quarter, two fouls apiece on Vavra and Rohde. For Chase County, Mason Nordhausen, eight points, three rebounds. Keenan Cole, 1.4 rebounds. Tyson Lemke, two points, four rebounds. Kate Anderson, two points and a rebound. Clay Miskey, six points, four rebounds. Cedric Maxwell, five points, two rebounds. 12 points in each quarter at the half. 24 points, 18 rebounds. Two out of three at the free throw line. Two of 18 from three-point land. Three turnovers. Nordhausen and Cole each have two fouls. Chase County is 2 of 18 from three-point land, and they lead the game by 11, 24-13. This has been the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next on Power 99. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. We head to the second half. Our season success are brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service delivering success. Amherst will get the basketball, and they have got to find a way to score inside the arc, running some back cuts to get it going. Scout Simmons, they can. Just hasn't been there in the paint. Posted up, Vavra tries to make some room. The leaner is good, and that's a great start. The first field goal since midway through the first quarter for Amherst. They're going to have confidence. That's not a problem. They're going to come out feeling like they can still win the game. They've cut it to nine. For Chase County, while they have this lead, don't take the ill-advised three. Even though that's a big part of your game, take good shots. Bounce past Nordhausen off the foot. He slides on the floor, picks it up to Maxwell. They'll reverse it into the left-hand corner. It's Cole, tries baseline. His pass picked off by Tage Hadwiger. Tage behind all five Longhorns, keeps the dribble all the way to the right corner. Nobody really picks him up. He'll go to Rohde. Rohde back up top to Thompson. Can Tanner get it going here? Guarded by Keenan Cole. He'll hand it to Simmons, still man-to-man. That's what Chase County has done. Amherst started man, went zone, went back to man. On the left elbow with it. Is going to be Vavra. Well, they went inside the first play. Now Hadwiger will drive, gets underneath, missed it. He hit the rim on the way up. 
He'd blown by two defenders and then couldn't finish. And there's the hands on the hips by the coaching staff of Amherst as Maxwell gets the board. They've missed a handful of those in the ball game. Get to the rim and then can't finish. That would have been a great start hitting your first two buckets. Now on the right block, Nordhausen snuck through. Kicked it back out, Maxwell. Maxwell, for being the 6'4 man, doesn't post up. He'll dribble drive, but he doesn't post up very often. Nordhausen, they try to double him, dribbles through a double team. Once the shot, can't get it. Back out to the 28-foot line. Maxwell dribbles to the free throw line and stops with that big brace on the left knee. Skip it back up top here. Here's a three-pointer. Miski, I don't. I think he's like 0 for 15. He hasn't made one, and that's just the way it's going for him tonight. Rebound brought down by Vavra. Two of 19 as a team. Here's Thompson off the screen for three, but it's no good. One of 10 for Amherst. Rebound grabbed by Miski, his fifth. He's on the baseline, gets rid of it, and they'll go back to Clay. Now a three on two. They attack the hoop. No. Back out, Miski for three, and he made one. I don't know how coaches can coach. I I don't know how they do it sometimes. Driving in, Simmons kicks it out to Rohde. They leave him alone, brings it in, layup good. Cole tried to draw the charge, but Rohde was able to just step around him. He saw that coming way out ahead of time. And it's 27-17, Chase County. 5.20 to go here, and we have a whistle, and something has happened here. Did a little kid get on the – oh, a sign fell down. I thought maybe a little kid got on the floor. Looks like a sign fell down. Amherst able to take care of it. And so we just had a dead ball, and Chase County will take it in at midcourt. So Nordhausen handles the ball over to Maxwell. 27-17, Chase County, 5-10 to go here in the third quarter of play. Off the screen to Mieske, up top to Maxwell. Rotated around over to Mieske again. Nordhausen again, off balance three, and it's good. Mason Nordhausen, back-to-back threes here for Chase County and their biggest lead of the ballgame, 30-17. And I suppose that will just fuel them to shoot even more now. Rohde might have got away with a walk. That pivot foot drug at the top of the circle. Kalen holds it 20 feet away from the hoop, up top to Hadwiger. He's been outside more than he's been inside in this game. Skip pass to Rohde, drives the baseline, got by two defenders, got fouled, no call, but an offensive rebound, Bobra, and it gets even better because he scored, and then they call the foul. So Chase County knocked down Rohde. They didn't call it, and then they got an even better deal. Clay Miski with his first. That's the first foul of the half on either team. Colton Bobra had a chance at a three-point play. I think the boys in the stripes have done a great job here tonight. They just kind of... Maybe he spit the whistle that time. Free throw, no good. Offensive rebound, Hadwiger back up and missed it. Rebound by Maxwell. Oh, you hate to have these things happen anytime, but especially when it's win or go home. And this is obviously Amherst's toughest challenge of the year. Into the corner with it is going to be Cole. Kicks it back out top. Mieske for three more. It grazes the front of the rim. No good. Rebound brought down by Tage Hadwiger. That's his eighth of the basketball game. Outlet pass deflected away by the Longhorns and out of bounds. It'll be Amherst ball in front of their own hoop. Our postseason basketball brought to you by Landmark Implement, the leading John Deere dealer across the plains of Nebraska and Kansas. Experience the Landmark difference at LandmarkIMP.com. Doug Duda with you from McCook High School on this Saturday night. State championships begin in a week and a half. With it is Simmons. He'll put it on the floor. 
Can't get it to go between the double team. Rebound brought down by Rohde, and they're going to call him for the foul. That'll be the third on Kalen Rohde. The first of the half here on the Broncos. It was 24-13 and a half, and it's not gotten any closer. It's still an 11-point game, and Chase County has the ball. Amherst's lowest output of the year was the 43 in the loss to Gibbon, then the 44 in the win against Sandy Creek. And they are in trouble right now. Three and a half to go third quarter. Chase County, 30 points here so far. Even they score a little bit more than this on average. Might be a little bit closer to pace of their 50. Mieske dribbles it off his knee, picks it back up, swings it out top. Three-pointer. Anderson got it. First three-pointer of the ball game for Kate Anderson. A 14-point lead for Chase County. Amherst with 19 points. That'd be a little bit bigger deal if we had some points in the game, but 19 points in the first 20 minutes of the game. Amherst is going to have to score maybe 30 points over the next 11. Thompson dribbles right side of the key, and before he can get a shot away, an undercut. He went up into the air, was going to do the old Euro jump stop, and they threw a hip under him, and it's Keenan Cole with his third personal foul, and Amherst will take it out underneath their own hoop. Each team still has four timeouts remaining. Elo into the ball game here. It's Ethan. Can't get it to him. And a quick five-second call on Amherst. Turnover, Broncos. That's the first turnover of the half on Amherst. They didn't get it in. 2.50 to go here in the third quarter. Not the type of game the Bronco faithful expected at all. Maxwell with it. Into the right-hand corner. Backdoor cut, knocked away by Thompson. And finally, Amherst is able to get a loose ball. It seems like Chase County had been winning all of those. Hadwiger stops. Thompson, open three. He'll put it up. No good. Tipped out to Hadwiger, and we've got a foul on Chase County. Boy, Hadwiger was open. Thompson was open. And they still couldn't get it to fall. Nordhausen with his third personal foul. Nolan Elo will come in here for Amherst. And Tanner Thompson, who will come out. Of course, he injured his hand in the FKC tournament. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. He has those two pinky and next to his pinky fingers taped up. And he's been playing that way since the FKC. Backdoor cut. They get it to Simmons, and he's fouled. Going to be a little push in there on Kate Anderson. But had he not committed the foul, Simmons would have been able to take it up for a point-blank layup, although Amherst hasn't made many of those. So they'll take it in a bin. Off the screen to Elo. Ball fake three. Hands it to Simmons. He'll throw one up and got it. Just the second three-pointer of the ball. Game two of 12 now for Amherst. Something to get the crowd into it. Full court press. They've got Maxwell trapped. And a timeout will be called before Chase County throws it away because Maxwell went for a baseball pass and there was nobody there. So a timeout by the Longhorns, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. With 2.15 to go in the third quarter of our district championship, Chase County 33, Amherst 22. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. 
They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Postseason basketball on Power 99 brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. A final from Kearney High. Elkhorn South ends the Bearcats season convincingly 68-39. Out of the timeout, Chase County facing full court pressure. Maxwell throws over the top of it into the front court. Lemke back to Maxwell at the center square, center circle. Paul Lynn is in the center square. It is a 11-point lead for the Longhorns against the man-to-man. Maxwell working on Simmons into the corner. Cole tries baseline, got fouled. The shot rolls over the rim and out. Started on the left side, rolled over the heel, sat there, and then fell off the backside. Foul is on Vavra, his third. He and Rody each have three. And at the line, Keenan Cole, his only point from the charity stripe of the second quarter. He's one of two. And the first free throw for Cole. On the way, and it is a round and out. No good. Again, you take a look at the matchups here in C2. UTAN, the number one overall seed. Then Central Catholic, Bridgeport already won. Freeman is the fourth seed. Second free throw, Cole is good. So he gets one of two each time. 34-22, Chase County leading Amherst, 154 remaining in the third quarter. Broncos with nine points in the quarter, 10 for Chase County. Cross the timeline with it. Will be Simmons on the right wing to Elo. Ethan hands it off here on a ball screen to Hadwiger, trying to work Maxwell up and under, lost the ball on the way up. We'll call it a shot. Rebound Maxwell. Long outlet pass front court. Lemke finds the trailer. The layup is no good and a late whistle. We'll send Kate Anderson to the line to shoot two. They'll say Anderson missed the layup because of the contact. And Colton Vavra has just committed his fourth personal foul. And he'll be checking out. And they'll get Thompson back into the ball game. Two free throws here for Anderson. He's got five points. A two and a three. And the free throw is bouncing in as Thompson returns to the lineup. Chance to equal their largest lead of the game right here. And the second free throw. On the way, and it is in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Scout Simmons. Simmons wants to hustle down the middle of the floor. Chase County's done a great job getting back in transition defense. They haven't been beaten once. And a foul going to be called here on Amherst. Scout Simmons. Wow. And the Amherst faithful, already unhappy, are going to go crazy. The ball had not even been stolen by Kate Anderson. He had tipped it, jumping in front of Simmons. And so it's a turnover and a foul. Scout with his second. Questionable one there. 35-22, a 13-point lead. Chase County, a minute 10 to go in the third. Working it to the right wing to Maxwell. Maxwell backs in. Back out it goes to Anderson. Maxwell between the circles now. Working on Hadwicker. Good ball fake. Won't take the eight-footer, though, on the drive. Back out top to Lemke. Running a little clock here. Chase County with 55 seconds. 
And we've got an offensive foul away from the ball. Going to be called here on Chase County. The illegal screen on Clay Miskey. That'll be his second and the team's fifth. Chase County, no need to pressure the basketball. As Tanner Thompson will bring it up the floor here for the Broncos. Back to Simmons in desperate need of some points. Across the timeline, they come to Elo. Back up top to Hadwiger. Broncos zoning it up, try to lob it into Thompson. He's not open. The ball knocked away by Miskey, and Amherst turns it over for the ninth time. Maxwell drives, kicks it back out of the wing. Miskey just playing keep away right now. Chase County hooked away from behind by Elo. He gets it to his brother, brings it in, blocking. Oh, an offensive foul is called on Elo. Eric Rippon pulls down the mask and gives the official an airfall, as he should. Unless Elo extended his arm, and it didn't even look like they were close enough yet. Man. So back-to-back questionable calls against Amherst, and Chase County now faces some full-court pressure. Nolan with his first foul. Chase County trying to get a shot away here. 20 seconds to go. They break the timeline into the corner to Nordhausen. Ball back up top. The emotion is very strong in the gym with 10 seconds to go. Midcourt, Lemke gets it to Maxwell. Elo trying to trap him. Ball knocked away. Hadwiger, it's loose. We're going to get another foul on Amherst. They don't care. They love calling loose ball fouls. And this will be on Tanner Thompson. And it will give the Longhorns an opportunity to get a shot away. The clock would have expired with a loose ball. Instead, there's two seconds here. For Chase County to get a shot into the corner to Nordhausen. Fade away three is no good. And that is the end of the third quarter. And Chase County continues to control this basketball game. Chase County 35, Amherst 22 on Power 99. Never worry about running out of fuel when you're in the field again. CHS will soon be rolling out an innovative system called AFD. We provide monitors in your tanks to schedule deliveries so that you always have the fuel you need when you need it. Only paying for what you need. And knowing when you buy from CHS, always get quality Fieldmaster and Roadmaster diesel to keep your equipment running top notch. Find out more by calling Aaron or go to chsholdridge.com. CHS, people and resources you can count on always. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here at McCook. Our high school basketball brought to you by Landmark Implement, the leading John Deere dealer across the plains of Nebraska and Kansas. Check it out at LandmarkIMP.com. Chase County gets the ball to start the fourth quarter of play. They are looking to get to the state tournament for the first time since 2004, and it's going to be stolen away by Amherst. Nice play. Maxwell was trapped behind the backboard. It was then grabbed by Simmons. He threw it off Maxwell. That is the seventh turnover for Chase County. Amherst now has nine in the basketball game. 
Chase County's last trip to state was the year Kearney Catholic beat them and then went on and won state. The last time they won a game was in 2003 when they were the state runner-up. And they are eight minutes away from getting back. A 13-point lead on the right block. Thompson dribbles behind the backboard. Reverse layup. Good. Tanner Thompson with five points. Colton Bobber leads the way with eight. Mason Nordhausen has 11, and Miski has nine the other way. They break the press. A little one-hand runner. Nordhausen knocks it down. 37-24. 7.15 to go. Simmons kicks it into the corner. Rohde. Amherst has to be efficient here. Get it inside. Vavra again. He's double-teamed. Forces it up. He'll draw the foul. Two free throws coming up for Vavra. Four of nine as a team at the line here. The foul called on Miski, his third. Six fouls on each team. Four of seven at the line for Chase County. And, of course, I'm sure a lot of Amherst fans are thinking back to that FKC final against Ansley Litchfield. They were down 12 and made a ton of threes, five of them by Tanner Thompson in the fourth quarter to come back. But this just seems different here tonight, folks. The free throw is up and in. Not that they can't do it, but the threes just aren't falling. Vavra now has nine points. Second free throw on the way, and it bounces around no good. Rebound brought down by Miski. Two of 12 from three-point land for Amherst. And 5 of 24 for Chase County, who travels in the backcourt here against the full-court pressure. Chase County actually hit some threes to keep the lead. They were 3 of 6 last quarter. Amherst now, after the turnover, takes it out in the front court, Down by a dozen. 37-25, 7 minutes to go. Simmons off the screen. Stops, goes to Thompson. Little ball fake. Ball almost got away from him. Over to Hadwiger, lob it down to Vavra, and a reach over the top foul called on Miski, and we are now in the one-and-one, and that is the fourth foul on Miski. Vavra back to the line. He is three of five in a basketball game. As we said, leads the team with nine earlier today. Nice win for Loomis to get into the state tournament out of the FKC. 83-45 over Potter Dix. Quinn Johnson had 41. He's a former Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Free throw on the way. Good by Vavra. Don't forget, we're at the end of the month as well. We'll have our new Platte River Preps Athletes of the Month. Could be basketball, could be wrestling, could be swimming. One boy, one girl each. Nominate yours at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Another free throw missed by Vavra. And the rebound pulled down by Kate Anderson. Gets it into the hands of the big man, Cedric Maxwell. Breaks the press with an over-the-top throw, and now they'll take a little air out of the ball. Nordhausen into the corner. Anderson dribbles into the paint and didn't want it. They're backing off on these threes, so that's good news for the Horns. They don't need them right now. Up by 11, six and a half to go. Maxwell gets around the defender, kicks it out on the wing. Collision in the lane, no call. Rody gets up. Back to Maxwell, brings it in, gets tripped. The lamp good. First bucket since the first quarter for Cedric Maxwell, 39-26. A 13-point lead. Hadwiger squared up for three, didn't take it. Comes into the lane and throws it away. There have been a handful of times that Amherst drives into the paint, and instead of pulling up for seven, eight feet, they either stop and throw it out or fumble it away, and there is the 10th turnover for Amherst. They break the pressure. It's three on one. Layup up and good. Tyson Lemke makes it 41-26. That's the largest lead of the day for Chase County. And we have got a travel called on Amherst by our trailing official. 
Amherst has four timeouts. And Elo's going to come back in. 23-2. and two. And it's the roughest game for the Broncos of the season here in the district final. Can they find some late game magic? The Horns up by 15. Maxwell top of the circle, back to the basket. Now dribbles out toward midcourt. Simmons on him. Simmons knocks it away, but again, Chase County's there. Long three, Nordhausen, no good. Rebound brought down by Elo. Ethan gets his first of the ball game. Up ahead to Thompson. Thompson into the paint. Loses control. Throws it up. No good. Tip try. Got it back. Powers it up. He draws the foul. They just can't make anything in the paint. Good hustle. Good work. But they've had numerous chances at and ones and have not made a single one of the ball game. In fact, as I checked the book, only one time has Amherst been fouled on a made shot. And then they missed the free throw. The foul on Keenan Cole, he has four. Mieske has four. Nordhausen has three. Free throw, Thompson, good. He now has six points in the basketball game. Chase County, 41. Amherst, 27. In the C28 District Championship here in McCook. Second free throw, good. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney Amherst, Sumner, and the World Wide Web. PlatteRiverPreps.com. They immediately throw over the top of the press. Amherst was slow getting back. With it is Maxwell. Left elbow into the corner. Here's a three-pointer by Cole. It is no good. Ball, though, tipped out. They're getting a lot of long rebounds. Maxwell has it. Over to Lemke. Between the circles to Maxwell. Lob it underneath. Almost a layup. Then they drop the ball. Thompson with the steal and a foul going to be called on Chase County all in one little time frame. And the foul on Cade Anderson, his third. At the line to shoot the one-and-one will be Tanner Thompson. He was just there, made two in a row. Postseason basketball brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. 5.02 remaining in the game. Tage Hadwiger, after a breather, will come in for Colton Vavra. Neither team goes deep on the bench. Seven players for Amherst, six for Chase County. And Thompson now at the line. Front end of the one-and-one. It's good. Tanner has another one. Rody, Riley Adelung, Colton Vavra, Tanner Thompson, the seniors on this ball club. They don't want it to end tonight, but they have only led one time in the game, and that was at 8-7. Chase County then went on a 13-2 run. Amherst did not make a field goal in the second quarter, and they've been behind double digits basically since then. Second free throw, in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Mieske. And only a, and in the backcourt, a blocking foul on Hadwiger. He was trying to draw the charge. And the problem with that is it gives Chase County free throws on a foul 65 feet away from the hoop. So it's a catch-22. You either get the steal and a, maybe a layup or you commit that foul. Tage, that's his first of the ball game. Maxwell is one of one at the line. And the lefty Cedric Maxwell, the senior, in and out and back in again. 42-29, Chase County, 4.58 remaining in the ballgame. Second free throw for Maxwell on the way, and it's all met. 43-29, Amherst has not shot a three this quarter, 
So they've tried to be disciplined. Back cut, ball inside, knocked away, but it rolls over to Elo. He'll try the three, and it's good. Ethan Elo with his first bucket of the basketball game, and that'll make it 43-32. to Chase County throws over the top, and then Elo knocks it away. Out of bounds, but off of Elo. Right in front of Clay Miskey. The official was right there, so I know he got that one right. Then they've done a pretty good job tonight. There's been a couple that obviously are going to be questionable if you're on the Amherst side. And the ball thrown all the way in the backcourt to Nordhausen. He tries to use a little time with the defense on him. He tries to make the steal over to Maxwell. Into the left-hand corner. It's keep-away time, Chase County, and this is a much smarter move than shooting threes. Maxwell, left elbow, back up top. They'll go to Nordhausen. 4.20 to go, 43-32, Chase County. Nordhausen with a basketball. The senior guard throwing over the top here as they're trying to double the ball here, but enough spacing. Chase County's getting the job done. Underneath ball passed into the hands of Elo. Ill-advised pass picked off by Elo. Into the corner, Rody pull up three, no good. Long rebound, going to be grabbed there by Simmons. They'll get another chance for the three. It's no good by Scout. Tipped out to Hadwiger. Up top to Elo, wide open three. Elo got it! Ethan Elo, back-to-back threes. And it is 43-35, 3.40 to go. Inbounds past the horns, throw it around the pressure. Across the timeline here to Miski. He'll get it to Nordhausen and Chase County, feeling a little bit of pressure, will call the timeout. So Amherst has made their first legit run of the ball game. Back-to-back threes by Ethan Elo. 3.34 remaining in the district championship. Chase County has the ball at a 43-35 lead over Amherst here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Some of the region's best athletes become B&B Carpet Athletes of the Month. Nominate new honorees or see all the previous athletes of the month at PlatteRiverPreps.com. That's PlatteRiverPreps.com. We never forget a great effort. Powered by Platte River Radio. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Back to action out of the Chase County timeout. Nordhausen on the inbound. He's lost his dribble, and we're going to get another timeout called here. Chase County doesn't want to lose the basketball. They will have just one remaining, so a 30-second after a full length. 3.26 remaining in the ball game. 43-35. We'll take another quick break. Shockey Construction. Brent Shockey is your one call for any general contracting you may need. From customized homes, outbuildings to additions, with over 12 years of experience and quality work, Shockey Construction of Amherst is the name to know. Shockey is also a proud supporter of the Amherst teams and coaches and would like to take this time to say best of luck Broncos in tonight's game. Shockey Construction of Amherst.
With our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda back with you here at McCook. Thanks to Athletic Director Darren Nichols and the folks here for their hospitality. 3.26 remaining in the game. Chase County, 43, Amherst, 35. It was a 15-point lead. The ball's poked away. Elo forces another steal. Can't get the shot away. He was going to come in for a layup. Too many defenders. Pulled up from three, didn't take it. Over to Rody. Back to Simmons. 3.10 to go. And Simmons out to midcourt, needing a good shot, needing to make a shot. Off the screen, Elo. He'll try for three threes in a row, but it is no good. And the rebound brought down by Anderson. And then a jump ball, and the arrow points the way of Amherst. So a break for the Broncos with exactly three minutes to go, and they cannot shy away from getting the ball inside. They still have to work on two-point buckets here, especially after the turnover. Lob in, out towards midcourt, all the way up top. Simmons grabs it. Simmons, they isolate him one-on-one to Elo for another three. No good. So he made two in a row and then a foul on Amherst, and that's the right call. We'll come to the other end and shoot a one-and-one. Tage Hadwiger. And it looks like Amherst is maybe going to go live by the three, die by the three. Had an opportunity there twice to get the ball inside and did not. Now at the line, Cedric Maxwell. He's three of three. He'll shoot a one-and-one. Two of five from beyond the arc. Four of 17 in the game for Amherst. The free throw around and out. Oh, he got robbed there. That was all the way down and out. Hadwiger with his 11th rebound. Up the floor, stops to Tanner Thompson. Drives into the paint. There's a good move, and Tanner lays it up and in. He's got seven in the quarter. 43-37, to go in the game. Full court pressure. Throw over the top to Maxwell. Cedric still in the backcourt. 2.30 to go. Still in the backcourt. Finally got it across the timeline to Miski. It was close. Now four corners here for Chase County. 43-37. The 15-point lead to six. Down the middle, Nordhausen. Short jumper good. Hits the floater from six feet away. He's got a game-high 15. 45-37. Elo back to Hadwiger. 2.10 to go. Amherst still needs good shots, and they almost throw it away. It's deflected. It's still loose. Stolen away. In for the layup. Missed it. Didn't even hit the rim. Hadwiger gets the rebound. And a foul or a timeout. A timeout going to be called here by Amherst. Oh, my goodness. Poor Clay Miskey. He was going in. They weren't going to foul him. And he put that layup up off the glass, and that's all it hit. So... The Broncos, who were down six a moment ago, now down eight with just under two minutes to go. 1.56 remaining in the game, 45-37 Chase County. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. At Prairie Valley, when we say local, we mean local. To us, local is not picking hybrids and varieties that are supposed to work in a 16-state zone. Local is carefully selecting top-performing genetics that work specifically for an 8-county or smaller microzone. Prairie Valley Promise is to create local seed package that is locally tested and then grown under the same conditions that you work with on your farm. So our local agronomists not only know the seeds, but the entire solutions to make your seed perform the best they can. So choose local with Prairie Valley Seeds. 
At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Timeout, trying to run a set play here for Thompson. Simmons back over to Tanner, three-point land, puts the ball on the floor, drives in, double clutch, up and in, and draws the foul. He can cut it to five. We've been preaching it for a long time, and Amherst finally getting the ball to the rack. And that is the fifth foul on Clay Miskey. He had nine points, seven rebounds, solid effort from Miskey. One of the seniors here for Chase County, 148 to go. 45-39, Tanner Thompson trying to bring him back one more time. The free throw for Thompson, no good. They just have missed too many. Rebound brought down by Anderson. Pressure in the backcourt to Nordhausen. Try to trap him. They've got him trapped. A long throw to midcourt out of bounds. Turned over Chase County. Great defense by Amherst. They can make it a one-possession game. Chase County has six turnovers in the fourth quarter. They had six total in the first three. Hadwiger just throws it into the backcourt here to Scout Simmons. 45-39, Chase County, a minute 35 to go. Simmons using a little too much clock to set up this play. Over to Hadwiger. Really slow. Rohde at the high post looking for a cutter. Gives it to Hadwiger. Tage puts up a three. It was partially blocked. Rebound brought down by Tanner Thompson. Throws up a corner three. It's good. Thompson has cut it to three. Amherst does not use a timeout. They get the pressure on. Inbounds pass to Keenan Cole. 45-42. Cole in some trouble, and Chase County will use their final timeout of the basketball game. This was a 41-26 contest early in the fourth quarter, and with 104 remaining in the district championship, it's now 45-42, Chase County. We're back after this on Power 99. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now. But if you want to take advantage of in-stock incentives, first pick on their 2021 inventory, or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and shop the full lineup of Tigas and exclusive StarCraft deck boats. They also have great buys on fishing boats and pontoons. The biggest selection from the east to the west coast. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. 104 remaining. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. We just want to remind you, folks, anytime, COVID time, whatever the case is, if it isn't for our sponsors, we're not able to follow the basketball, the volleyball, the football, the wrestling. And we thank you so much for your sponsorship as we're here in the postseason. And it is going crazy here at McCook. 104 remaining in the ball game. Chase County 45, Amherst 42. Chase County now out of timeouts. They will inbound the ball at three-quarter court with their tallest player, Cedric Maxwell. He's unguarded. He'll get it into Cole, who gets it right back to Maxwell. Trapped in the backcourt, and as he steps through it, they're going to call a cheap foul here on Amherst. He stepped through the double team, but... Rody kind of stuck the leg out, 
And Kalen will pick up his fourth personal foul. That is the 19th foul, so a one-and-one one for Maxwell. He missed his last one, but he is three of four. One minute exactly to go. And the front end of the one-and-one one to make it a two-possession ball game. It is on the way, and it is too strong, and the rebound pulled down by Tage Hadwiger. He's got 12, 13 rebounds. A three-point game, 50 seconds to go. Three timeouts remain for Amherst if they want to set it up. They clear the lane. Elo can't get the three. Drives in, puts the layup up, and in, and he's fouled, and he can tie the game. They had to respect the three. Elo gave him an incredible fake. Put it on the floor with the left hand, and laid it up and in. First foul on Tyson Lemke. Ten team fouls on the Longhorns. Elo with eight points all in the quarter and can tie it right here. The free throw, no good. Follows his shot. Jump ball, arrow points the way of Chase County. So at least it changes the arrow. But again, the fouls and the free throws. Amherst had 22 points in the first three quarters. They've got 22 points here in the fourth quarter. 45 seconds to go. Chase County full court pressure up by one. Again, trapped in the corner. A kick called here on Amherst. They got the ball, but because it was kicked. Chase County has really struggled with the pressure. Maxwell to throw it in all the way in the far right-hand corner. Baseball pass to the other end. Got it down the floor to blocking foul. Good call on Amherst. Good call. Good, good call. Some of the Amherst fans don't like it, but it is the right call. Elo was hustling back there, tried to jump in front of Cade Anderson, but he gave Cade no room. And that will be the 10th team foul. Double bonus both ways. Second foul on Elo. But as long as Amherst gets the rebound, they still have a chance. Two free throws coming up. The first one for Anderson. He's one of two, and it is no good. Boy, boy, boy. Free throws, free throws, free throws. Rohde checks back into the ball game. 45-44, Chase County, 42 seconds remaining in the game. Second free throw for the sophomore, Kate Anderson. Bends the knees, puts it up and in. The seventh point of the basketball game, 46-44. They clear it up and let Rohde bring it across the timeline. Coach Rippin says hustle it up, so they do. Ball tipped away. What's the call going to be here? Yeah, off of Maxwell. Maxwell saying, I didn't touch it. I'm a little surprised they didn't call Cedric for a foul. He came right through Hadwiger. So either way, it will be Amherst basketball. 31 seconds to go. Rody to throw it in. Surprised they don't use the timeout to set the play up. Into the corner to Elo. Back over to Rody for three. No good. Thompson rebound. Missed the layup. Rebound, Maxwell, foul underneath. Oh, Tanner Thompson has done everything to bring this team back and missed the point bank layup. But that three-pointer by Kalen Rohde didn't hit anything but the backboard. So back over to the free throw line for Cedric Maxwell. He's missed his last two after hitting the first three. Third foul on Scout Simmons. 46-44, 46-44, free throw, bounces off the rim, no good. 
23 seconds remaining. When we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Amherst right now would just love an overtime. Second free throw for Cedric Maxwell. On the way and good. It's a three-point game. 47-44. Here comes Amherst. 20 seconds to go, and a timeout will be called. 19 seconds remaining in the basketball game. Chase County has only trailed one time. It's 47-44, Longhorns over Amherst. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Now the score update from another FKC squad. Walt Hill leading Elm Creek 26-10 after one quarter. Earlier today, Loomis pounded Potter Dix. Kearney High lost to Elkhorn South 69-38. Grand Island fell to Gretna in overtime 57-55. Northwest and Aurora were both defeated. Silver Lake fell to O'Neill St. Mary's 54-41. Will Chase County foul? It's the old three-point lead. What do you do? Both teams are in the double bonus. 19 seconds remaining. Amherst will have the ball at midcourt. Simmons was going to throw it in. Now they say it's on the other side of the floor. 47-44 Chase County. 19 seconds remaining in the basketball game. They'll throw it in to midcourt. Hadwiger starts to drive. Stops, looks for the back cut. Rody's got it, goes in for the layup, scores. Timeout. No, now finally a timeout. Boy, a couple seconds ran off the clock there before the timeout was called. So it's a one-point game. Rody, with his second, third bucket of the ball game, he has seven points. So one timeout remains here for Amherst with 8.9 seconds to go in the game. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. And we have a 47-46 lead here for Chase County. Our high school basketball brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. So Chase County has had trouble getting out of the backcourt, but they don't have to. So Amherst, if they don't steal the inbound, is going to have to foul. And here we go. They will guard the inbounder which is Keenan Cole. Scout Simmons stands in front of him, and they give him the ball. Looking, looking into Maxwell. He just holds it, waits for the foul. It's down to 7.1, so they got 2.8 seconds off the clock. Hadwiger fouled him. This is probably exactly the guy they want at the line, even though he's one of his last four. Again, as long as Chase County doesn't get a rebound, Amherst will have a chance, 47-46. Free throw on the way, short. So now they only need a two. But they have to get a rebound on a make. Maxwell to give the Longhorns a two-point lead. And the lefty puts the second one up and good. Here we go. Amherst gets it into Rody. Rody across the timeline. Timeout 4.5 to go in the basketball game. A three takes you to Lincoln if you make it. 
a two, takes us to overtime. And I believe they only have a 30-second timeout. And again, we're going to keep it here, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. And so the strategy of taking the two, we'll find out if it works here in just a moment. For Amherst, in this quarter, the only threes were made by Ethan Elo until Tanner Thompson knocked one down. So they are three of eight in the quarter, five of 20 in the basketball game if they shoot the three. I'd give the ball to Elo again. Let him fake that three and drive in. If you're Chase County, you don't want the three to even be attempted. Here we go. Rody to throw it in from midcourt. Lobs it down to Thompson underneath the hoop. Made the layup. We are going to overtime. Chase County didn't have a timeout to stop the clock. What a great call by Coach Rippon. They put everybody out top at half court and just isolated Thompson down on the block. Thompson took the inbound, and at that point, Keenan Cole knew he couldn't do anything, and he just let him have the layup, and we're going to overtime after this on Power 99. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. A place to listen or download podcasts of the game that our Platte River radio stations broadcast from as far back as five years are at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Bookmark PlatteRiverPreps.com. Download the free Platte River radio app so you're connected. We never forget a great game at PlatteRiverPreps.com, powered by Platte River Radio. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Let's go to overtime. The tap will be controlled by Chase County. A 15-point lead in the fourth quarter, and Amherst comes back with a 26-point fourth to get it done, and a foul on Kalen Rohde, and that will be his fifth personal foul. It was all the way out here at the 28-foot mark, but there was a little bobble of the basketball by Kate Anderson, and they had to call in for the foul. Bobber back in. Tanner Thompson had three points in the first three quarters. He gets 14 in the fourth. Now at the line, Kate Anderson to shoot two. He's two of four, and this one's good. Ten free throw attempts in the fourth quarter for Chase County. They made five of them which obviously helped out Amherst, who had 10 attempts themselves and made five of them. Second free throw, Anderson got them both. So a good start here to overtime for Chase County, 50-48, to hitting both free throws. First possession here for Amherst. Simmons up top to Hadwiger. Hadwiger against the man-to-man, guarded there by Maxwell. Down on the block, Devonra runs over a man, and they call for the charge. 
so hard to call that charge. He was down on the block. Coach Rippon didn't like it. All the official says is get back on the bench. Boy, Bobber just backed up, and they call him for his fifth personal foul. So Vavra and Rody have both fouled out of the game. Ten points, two rebounds for Vavra, seven points for Rody. That brings both the Elos in, and that's the only kids that have even played in the game. Chase County now with the ball and up two in overtime. 3.20 to go. Into the corner, Anderson. Back out to Cole. Rotate it right side for Maxwell. Maxwell brings it into the paint. No look pass out for a three-pointer. Anderson got it. Cade Anderson with the three-point bucket. 43-48. So Chase County comes out firing here in the fourth quarter. Hadwiger starts to drive. The lane's open. He's cut off by Maxwell. Back to Elo. Nolan out to Ethan. Little hand check. No call. Nathan and Elo playing catch on the right wing. Spin move. Nolan into the paint. Puts it off the glass. No good. Rebound brought down by Chase County. Nordhausen with it. Baseball pass to the other end. Wide open layup is good. He almost missed it. Kate Anderson has all seven points here in overtime. And all of a sudden, Amherst is down by seven. Each team has one timeout that they get in overtime, even though they didn't put it on the board. Hadwiger up top. Ball knocked away. Picked up by Simmons. Simmons, unguarded, brings it in on Maxwell. Oh, man, got bumped. Nothing into the corner. Elo's three, no good. Ball slapped out. Maxwell gets the rebound. Baseball pass again. Layup, good. Oh, my goodness. Chase County coach Clay Bartles and Chris Bartles has got to be going, where was this earlier? And we're going to get another offensive foul on Amherst. Tage Hadwiger. Boy, what a great comeback for Amherst, and it's going to be all for naught. The fourth foul on Tage Hadwiger. Every call has went against Amherst here in the first two minutes of overtime. 57-48, full court pressure on. And another touch foul in the backcourt. A technical foul on Amherst, and you should never officiate a game again in your life. You just can't do that in a district final. You just can't do it. I know Eric Rippon didn't say the magic word. You just can't do that. You were doing such a good job officiating the game. You just can't lose your temper as an official. And that's what this gentleman just did. This game was probably going to be over. Don't add salt to the wound. So at the line, you're going to get two free throws for the foul. You're going to get two free throws for the technical. And they're going to get the ball. Maxwell's first one is no good. Wow. Amherst erased the 15-point deficit. And in the first two minutes of overtime, Chase County... It's a three and two uncontested layups. Maxwell hits the second free throw. They're going to keep him there for the technical. Rough way for it to go down tonight for Amherst. Long drive home. There'll be a lot of discussion. Second free throw is good. Or third free throw, we should say. And now the fourth free throw on the way, and it is good. So three of four there for Maxwell. He has 14 points. 60 to 48 in overtime. 12 points here in two minutes. And now Chase County basketball. Into the backcourt. Lemke has it uncontested. Picks his dribble up. And a foul called 
on Amherst. They had him picking his dribble up, so I don't think Scout Simmons wanted to foul him. But that's his fourth. Now they're saying it's his fifth. So the fifth on Scout Simmons. Four points, eight rebounds. He'll foul out with 1.52 to go. Third Amherst player to foul out here in overtime, and Riley Fisher will check in. A lot of things you didn't think you'd see tonight. You never know what's going to happen when you get to the ballpark. And now the free throw on the way, and it's no good by Tyson Lemke. 60-48 to 48 Chase County, 152 remaining in the basketball game. And Tyson Lemke now puts up the free throw, and he got that one. So three points in the game for Lemke, 61-48 in overtime. Elo pushes the ball up the floor, brings it all the way to the rack, lays it up and in for Ethan. He's got 10 points now, 61-50, full court pressure on. Trapped is Chase County. They do get the ball to Nordhausen, throws over the top, going for the steal, Fisher, and they're going to call him for the foul, even though Lemke ran into him. First foul, Riley Fisher, who just came in because of the three players that have fouled out here in overtime. That was a good play by Fisher. Just was never going to get that call. And Lemke back to the line to shoot two. The New West Post game show coming up. The free throw is good. 62-50. Amherst will end the year at 23-3. And, and after being thumped in the last two district finals in C1, Chase County is going to go to state for the first time since 2004. Lemke hits them both. 63-50. to 50. Elo pulls up from 24 feet. It doesn't get there. Ball on the floor is picked up by Maxwell. Maxwell... Clears it out. Now gets it back to him. Scoops it up to Nordhausen. Nordhausen underneath. Lemke with the layup. It's good. 65-50. That actually equals the largest lead of the game. Hadwiger trying to get a three away. Back over to Fisher. Fisher drives the baseline. Gets inside. Layup is good for Riley. And we will get a timeout. Each team gets one. And so they've decided to use their final timeout here for Amherst. 106 remaining in overtime, but it's now Chase County 65, Amherst 52. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carn. Landmark's annual planter clinic is going virtual. Videos are live on Landmark's YouTube channel with virtual Ask the Landmark Expert sessions scheduled for March 2nd and 4th for those who have additional questions. These Zoom sessions will offer expansive equipment and technology training on different models of John Deere planters and technology from our parts, CTS, and technicians. Sign up at landmarkimp.com backslash events for Landmark's Ask the Expert sessions March 2nd and 4th and experience the Landmark difference. Well, Chase County didn't make a lot of threes. They were 5 of 26 in regulation, but the three by Kate Anderson that gave them a quick five-point lead opened the floodgates. And you don't see a lot of teams that blow double-digit leads in the fourth quarter recover in overtime, but Chase County has, did, will. Full-court pressure still coming up here for Amherst trying to make another miracle comeback with 106 to go. They get the ball into Anderson. Back underneath to Nordhausen to Maxwell. And a foul by Hadwiger, and Tej is fouled out of the ball game. 
I'm surprised that Coach Rippon, I don't know what his strategy was here, but you know everybody's got fouls. Bring in a guy to commit the foul, and now they say no, it's four. See, I think that's what happened. Scout Simmons, I had him for one less and Hadwiger for one more, but maybe they flipped them at some point. It's still going to be his fourth, and we still have two free throws coming up for Cedric Maxwell. 14 points in the game. He's already three of four here in overtime. Free throw is good. 66-52, Chase County. And the celebration will be on here in 101 for the Longhorns. Second free throw underway, and it's good. Like I said in the pregame, the only time we saw him was when Adam Central pounded him at Hastings College. They played so much better here tonight. Here's Elo in, and he'll be fouled. Nolan will go to the line to shoot two. Lemke with his second. So Nolan Elo to shoot two free throws. Again, Amherst was down 15 in the fourth quarter, forced overtime, and has only scored four points here in overtime compared to 19 for Chase County. Hard to believe, isn't it? First free throw, no good. Second free throw is good for Nolan Elo. 67-53, baseball pass to the other end. What a great catch. Nice job there by Anderson. Back out on the wing. Amherst yelling for a walk. It wasn't. Now you just kind of got to put it to bed. This one's over. 67-53, Chase County just trying to run clock. Now Hadwiger will commit the foul, and now he has fouled out of the basketball game. The freshman was held to two points tonight. He didn't shoot the ball much at all. But he also pulled down a game-high 13 rebounds. For Tage Hadwiger, he'll foul out with 39 seconds to go, and Maxwell will get a chance to add to his point total. Here's Riley Adelung, the lone senior off the bench there to check in for the final few seconds. Free throw, Maxwell, good. Again, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. Long ball game here tonight. In overtime, second free throw is good. 69-53, the largest lead of the game, and it's here in overtime. Elo into the corner. Adelung takes the shot. It's no good. Deflect it back to Elo, and he'll lay it up and in. Ethan now picks up his 12th point of the basketball game. A foul in the backcourt with 25 seconds to go. Will allow Chase County to shoot some more shots, more free throws. Second foul on Nolan Elo. And at the line, Kate Anderson. Anderson scoring the first nine points of this overtime, has 16 in the basketball game. The first points were two free throws in the first 15 seconds when Rhodey got a little too close to him and committed a foul 26 feet away. Anderson hits this free throw. 70 on the board now for Chase County in a game we didn't think we'd see a lot of points the way it was played out. But Chase County can score. It just took them a little longer. Both of them good here for Kate Anderson. What should be the final possession? The three-pointer is blocked by Mason Nordhausen. Maxwell has it. Chase County now just wants to hold the basketball. And Amherst is going to let them do it. So in front of a near-capacity crowd here in McCook, Chase County saw a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter evaporate, but they came out firing 
in the first minute of overtime and win it going away. 71 255. 16 and 8. And what a run for Chase County here in the postseason. The teams that they have beaten in these three basketball games have a total win record of 59 and 11. So Chase County beating three teams that are 59 and 11, now 59 and 12 after the win here over Amherst. And congratulations to the young coach, Chris Bartles, his assistants, and this senior crew gets to go to Lincoln, where most likely they would draw UTAN, who was also at that Hastings holiday tournament before Christmas. And UTAN was beaten that day by Donovan Trumbull. Donovan Trumbull just missed out on getting into the districts because they were in the same sub-district with two powers in Centennial and Grand Island Central Catholic. Checking a couple of other scores here tonight. Walt Hill leads Elm Creek at the half, 32-27. to 27. So Elm Creek, who was down 16 after one, has cut it to five. Loomis has already made it to state with an 83-45 win in their contest earlier today on Power 99 as they beat Potter Dix. We will take a break. Final stats, score updates, a chance to talk with Coach Eric Rippon. Again, you kind of thought maybe it was destiny one more time. Team Slink and Talon Trampy, and I know that it'll be an emotional locker room here. They thought that uh, they could get to state and do some damage, and they have made so many comebacks and played so well this year, but it comes to an end here in McCook. The New West Post Game Show, next. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. It's seafood season at Amigos. The popular fish and shrimp tacos are back and on special. Two for just $5.49. There's jumbo shrimp baskets, fish and chips, and even a seafood enchilada. Talk about variety. And don't forget the crowd-pleasing crisp crab rangoon burrito. The amazing flavor of crab rangoon rolled in a golden crisp tortilla just made to dunk in our sweet chili sauce. What a catch. Seafood at Amigos. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. 
Time now for the new West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. It was a different game. It was a weird game. It gave you what you wanted down the stretch. An incredible comeback. And it just didn't go the way of Amherst. Found a way to get it to overtime. But then Kate Anderson went crazy in the first minute 15 of overtime, scored nine straight, and Chase County scores 23 points in overtime. A team that had been 9 of 17 at the line was 14 of 16 in the overtime period, and they win it 71 to 55. As they're celebrating here, the net's down, the picture's taken, this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Uh, let's take a look at the final stats that we have of the basketball game, starting with the Longhorns of Chase County. Mason Nordhausen, 15 points, 4 rebounds, 1 block. Keenan Cole, 2 points, 5 rebounds. Tyson Lemke, really the only sub. Nine points, four rebounds. Cade Anderson ended up with 18 points, tied for the team high, four rebounds. Clay Miskey fouled out with 148 to go in regulation, 9.7 rebounds. And Cedric Maxwell was at the foul line a ton in the fourth quarter and in overtime. In fact, he attempted 16 free throws in the fourth quarter and overtime, and he made 11 of them. He also had 18 points to tie for the team high, and a team high, eight rebounds. 24 points at halftime. They had limited Amherst to 13 points, their lowest total of the year. 24 points in the first half, 24 points in the second half, 23 points in overtime. Chase County, 71 points, 32 rebounds, 23 out of 33 at the free throw line, 5 of 26 from three-point land, the one-block shot, 12 turnovers, Six of those were in that fourth quarter. They had none in overtime. And Chase County headed to state for the first time in 17 years. Kim Weiss is dancing around Imperial as Chase County is now 16-8 and eight on the season. We'll look for the number at the numbers for Amherst when we return on the New West postgame show. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper. North of Railroad on first. On the bricks. Downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. Our high school postseason basketball coverage brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Let's take a look now at the final numbers for Amherst. Kalen Rohde, seven points, 
Nolan Elo, one point. Riley Fisher, two points. Colton Vavra, ten points, two rebounds. Fouled out in the first minute of overtime. Ethan Elo didn't score until the fourth quarter. He got that comeback going with back-to-back threes. Twelve points, three rebounds. Tanner Thompson finished that comeback, getting a layup with two seconds to go to tie the game. He ends up leading Amherst in his final game as a Bronco, 17 points, six rebounds. Scout Simmons, four points, eight rebounds. And Tej Hadwiger, two points and a game-high 13 rebounds. Amherst had just 13 points in the first half, 35 in the second half, including 26 in the fourth, seven points in overtime. 55 points, 32 rebounds, just 10 of 21 at the free-throw line, 5 of 22 from three-point land, 12 turnovers, and Amherst will see a great season come to an end with a record of 23-3 and as in overtime, Chase County wins it here by a score of 71-55. to All right, let's take a look at where we are at. In district action, producer Stacy has fired me some scores. We'll see if there's any more scores from around the state from some of our evening games. Uh, in Class A today, Gretna defeated Grand Island in overtime, 57-55. Elkhorn South pounded Kearney, 68-39. Uh, they were up double digits, nearly 20 at the half, and never looked back. In Class B today, Elkhorn beat Grand Island Northwest, 56-33. And Beatrice held off Aurora. The Huskies had a chance to send it to overtime, but fell 39-36. The big story today in Class B, number one seed Alliance was upset by Blair, 51-43. Uh, Norris was a winner in their contest today, uh, 62-41 over Elkhorn North. A couple of earlier games today that we do not have scores on. We apologize, those haven't been posted. Platteview did beat Omaha Ron Colley, and Waverly was a winner over Scotts Bluff. In Class C1, most of the games are coming up on Monday, including Kearney Catholic Central City on ESPN Tri-Cities and Adams Central Ashland Greenwood on 1230 KHAS. The games today, and we'll have St. Paul Loganview Scribner Schneider here on Power 99. Today, it was Pierce upsetting Wahoo 53-45, and Wayne was a winner over Ogallala. In C2, again, most of the games are coming up on Monday. But Bridgeport did beat Oakland Craig 56-46. to And also today, two-time defending champion Bancroft Rosalie Lyons-Decatur defeated Centennial 67-49. And here, Chase County over Amherst. In D1, we'll have the Kennesaw-Burwell game on the Breeze 94.5 Monday night at 7 o'clock. Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family in Perkins County uh, wrapping up their game right now. Also today, Elm Creek and Walt Hill. As we told you, Walt Hill is up five at the half. Ansley Litchfield will play Nebraska City Lords Monday night at 7 at Aurora. And in D2 today, the top seed Mullen rolls Hay Springs 67-29. O'Neill St. Mary's over Silver Lake 54-41. Humphrey St. Francis and Elgin are playing right now. Parkview Christian beat Diller Odell 63-48. Loomis, as we told you, 83-45 over Potter Dix. Quinn Johnson had 41 points in the ball game for the Wolves. And then Osceola beats Paxton tonight, 52-42. We'll take a break and be back to McCook in a moment. 
Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best-known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters, and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy. It's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new rapid care clinic. And welcome back to McCook. Again, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school basketball action. Uh, Coach Rippon has just come out of the locker room, so he is making his way up here real quick. And then we'll have a chance to finish things up again. Girls State Basketball, Pleasanton, Wood River, Hastings, St. Cecilia, GICC all have made it from the area. Pleasanton will play at 11, Wood River at 4, Hastings St. Cecilia at 8.30, GICC at 1.30. And head coach Eric Rippon has joined us here after a spectacular season at 23-3. And, and I know these are tough, Coach. I'm sure it was emotional in the locker room. It's been an emotional roller coaster from time to time. You guys have pulled off some amazing comebacks this year. You pulled off another amazing comeback here tonight. But uh, it was just too big of a hole early on. Uh, even though you dug out of it, uh, couldn't couldn't finish it. Uh, just your thoughts on, on what got you in that hole here tonight? I mean, if anyone watched the game, it's no secret. Our off, offensive rebounding. We gave up too many offensive rebounds and these guys' second chances. And um, when a team's on the run that they're, you know, on here this last month, you give a group like that, you know, momentum and everything and the team that's fighting for their life. And um, it's tough to fight back from. And we've been down and I've, you know, and, We've been fortunate to dig ourselves out of those holes, and this year, you know, we did, you know, dig ourselves out and had a chance, but it, it wasn't our night tonight. You know, unfortunately, again, that hole was just too big early on, and we missed. I don't even want to know what our layup percentage was tonight because it's probably atrocious, but um, nothing. Not, I mean, I just told our kids, you can't hang your heads, shoot. Um, through everything they've been through, you know, this past year um, as a group and to do what they did this year, no one would have guessed us to be 23-3. and three. 
um, and all that. We hope we were, you know, expecting to be here, but um, yeah, it just didn't go our way tonight. Eric, I thought when we were going to be sitting here, we were going to be talking about the great play design that you guys drew up for the final play of regulation, getting it down to a Tanner for the game-tying layup. Uh, talk a little bit about that play. Yeah, I mean, all game, you know, we've kind of ran that three high with one guy in a post. Um, it's pretty common, and they, uh, you know, I told the guys, if they don't sag in, we're going to go at, you know, we're going to go at down low, and we're going to give it to Thompson, who, you know, is a capable free throw shooter. Um, then also a guy who can finish down low and a senior, you know, is going to let let the season end on, you know, Kalen passing in, a senior passing in, and a senior making a bucket. Um, and unfortunately, you know, it, it works great. We did, they did exactly what we wanted them to, and um, but it just didn't happen in overtime. Amherst coach Eric Rippon here with us for just another minute. I know the whole time I'm thinking it. I'm sure the fans are thinking it. You've been here before. We can bring up that FKC final where you had to make the big comeback and, Tanner Thompson was big that night. He was big again tonight for you. Ethan Elo came in and hit a couple of threes, and, and you mentioned the rebounding, and it was the staggering stat. Yes, that you had 13 points in the first half, but that Ogallala, or that uh, Chase County was 2 of 18 from three-point land in the first half and still had the 11-point lead. Some of those misses were bad enough that they became those offensive rebounds. Yeah, um, we knew they were going to shoot it. We knew they were going to shoot a lot of threes, um, and sure enough, they did. And, it, you know, sometimes when you shoot those threes, it equals long rebounds. And oh, we just, you know, our kids just didn't really want it that hard tonight in the first half. And I don't think, you know, they, you know, really knew the deal of it. But, you know, um, and a lot of them just, you know, went, ended up in their guys' hands. It's not that our kids weren't boxing out or there. It just fell right back into their hands. And it seemed like every single ball that their little deal that could go their way in the first half was going. And, again, we missed a lot of layups that would have cut the deficit too early. But. Um, yeah, it just all falls back to that first half. You can't dig yourself in a hole. Both teams like to shoot the three. It was the twos that actually got them the lead and got you back in the ball game a little bit. Yeah, definitely. We knew we'd have a size advantage. Whoever 31 didn't cover, we knew we were going to have options there. And I thought we did a pretty good job of getting it in there at times. Um, we weren't very strong with our passes, but um, we just didn't finish. We didn't finish down low. And, um, and they, you know, they had some run-out layups that, we didn't really have a lot of transition points. We had to work a lot harder, and um, the transition points were probably the difference in the ball game, honestly. But um, I just I can't I can't get over how our kids fought all season. You know, even in this game, they never quit, never gave up. Um, team deserves to be down in, down in Lincoln. I I feel sorry for the four seniors that don't get that opportunity, but they were great leaders for these young kids all year. And you know, I wish Chase County the best. They're they're a scrappy team and a team that's hot right now. I wouldn't want to face them um, and down there. So, um, yeah, it just didn't go our way tonight. Yeah, as I said, uh, kind of figured it up there really quick. The last three teams that they've beaten here in the postseason are 59 and 11, the three teams that they have beaten. Well, we started the season this way. We kind of started the offseason this way. We have to end the season this way. Uh, his memory will not go, but this season kind of for Talon uh, just – I know that that was emotional. It's been really emotional for you. You've been asked about it a ton of times, and I know it doesn't get any easier, but I'd be remiss if I didn't have you want to make uh, one more comment if you would like to. Um, yeah, um, we're not sitting in this position if he's here. There's, there's no doubt about it, and I think everybody everybody knows that. Um, he, he, was, he was a lot of heart to our team. Um, and this, 
this season not only goes to those seniors, but also to him. And I know he's looking down on us tonight. And... Head coach Eric Rippon, Amherst. A fun team to watch. A fun team I know it was to coach. And I know a lot of folks loved watching these guys play basketball. They did it the right way. And you can't, like we say, everybody but the six teams end the season with a loss. Unfortunately, it was a great comeback, and it didn't finish out here tonight. 71-55 in overtime, Chase County. That's going to wrap things up here on the New West Post Game Show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. So Elm Creek trying to come back in their game with Wall Hill. O'Neill St. Mary's did beat Silver Lake from the area today. Loomis was a winner. And Amherst falls here in overtime. Thank you so much, folks. It was another great season. We're not done. Four games on Monday. And that includes St. Paul, Loganview, Scribner, Schneider here on Power 99. Kennesaw, Burwell on the Breeze. Kearney Catholic Central City on ESPN Radio. Adams Central, Ashland, Greenwood, who went to state last year on 1230 KHAS. And as we already said, the girls' state tournament getting underway for our teams on Wednesday. For our producer-engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda from McCook. Again, in overtime, Chase County 71, Amherst 55. Good night, everyone. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. 